If you get nothing else from this episode, I want you to please walk away with this. Instead of being annoyed from a request to donate money, I want you to be honored. I want you to be thankful and I want you to be grateful. Because no matter where you're at in your financial journey, it doesn't matter if you are really struggling with your finances or you have a lot of margin in your finances. Again, it's easy for us to be annoyed. But take a moment and thank God for the fact that you're even being asked. Hmm. That means something. Yeah. At the very least, it means that they respect you or they think highly enough of you. Yeah. Um, and, and it might say something about your character that they think you might be even willing to do something like this. Welcome to the Stewardship Podcast, where we help you understand that stewardship is about more than just your finances. My name is Producer Daniel, and I'm here with Grant. Hey, Grant. Hey, Dan. Today, we are talking about generosity. Yeah. Yeah, which is about more than just finances. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about that. You recently had a conversation with some people regarding generosity and, and donations. Yep. Um, and it was a really interesting conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, and we decided, let's let's make a podcast about that. Yeah. But you didn't record the conversation. I didn't. Even though no. I keep telling you to take out your phone and hit record. Right. This is content. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so... You were speaking with some clients who were asking you how to be the best uh, steward of generosity. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So tell me about that conversation. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're just hanging out at the coffee shop, having breakfast, you know, doing an introduction. The coffee shop? The coffee shop in Agritopia. Yep. Yeah. That's a confusing name. It is. So nonspecific. It is. Uh, but the Gilbert people, they know they know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we, we're just having a conversation there and I'm introducing them uh, to one another for um, very specific reasons that they both had asked about. Um, and part of the conversation was, hey, you know, where are you giving money? How do you decide who to give money to? How can we be a good steward of our generosity? And both of these people um, are, are wealthy. They've done an amazing job of finding needs in the community, filling them and serving people well. And as a result, uh, they've, they've earned income and they've been wise with that income over a long period of time and, and they built some wealth. Awesome. And, uh, you know, this conversation though, that we're going to have on this podcast is not just for people who are quote unquote wealthy. Right. This is for everybody because uh, we know that our clients want to be wise with their generosity. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and our clients as a whole are doing more than just, uh, giving a tithe to their local church. They have offerings as well that they're doing, whether it's donating to the local Christian school, donating to the local food bank and or more. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, you're, you're probably a, a caring individual. Yeah. Someone who's intentional, yeah. loving, thoughtful, and people like that love giving money. Yep. And the, the, there's a reality too, that if you're listening to this podcast, there's a chance that um, you have friends or relatives or uh, you know people that are working for particular philanthropic endeavors or entities. Mm -hmm. And these people are likely coming to you throughout the year asking for donations and, and funds. And this is something that happens to me as well. Uh, so what I wanted to do in this episode is just share with 
people some things that I do uh, to help with those questions, uh, but then also share some of what the conversation was with these two men that, that was at the coffee shop and maybe reveal to some people some action steps, but also some things to consider as they think through being a good steward of, of that generosity. But really, before we get into any of that, I just want to hit a mindset. All right. It's easy to get frustrated and annoyed with people when they're asking for donations. Yeah. It can be an awkward conversation. It can be. Um, and for most people who are asking for those donations, it's awkward for them as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, so really, more than anything else, I have this really big challenge. If this is the only thing that you walk away from after listening to this podcast, please hear this. Instead of being annoyed from a request to donate money, I want you to be honored. I want you to be thankful And I want you to be grateful because no matter where you're at in your financial journey, it doesn't matter if you are really struggling with your finances or you have a lot of margin in your finances. Again, it's easy for us to be annoyed, but take a moment and thank God for the fact that you're even being asked. Mm. That means something. Yeah. At the very least, it means that they respect you or they think highly enough of you. Yeah. Um, and, and it might say something about your character that they think you might be even willing to do something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can thank God for that at the very least. Uh, and if you do have any margin, even if it seems small margin to you, it's some margin. And if you have any opportunity to give, whether that's $5 or $500,000, that is a big, big honor to be able to bless another endeavor with any portion of your finances. So please consider it an an honor. And I think if we did that better as a society, especially for those of us who are intentionally on a wealth building journey, if we considered requests to donate, requests to attend certain events, you know, when, when, especially towards the end of the year, uh, (laughs) when, when these churches or schools or food banks or whatever are doing these events, consider it an honor, go with a smile, Go with a prayerful heart. Thank God for it. Be grateful. Um, And that will change a lot about how you feel uh, when you're being approached for these things. Yeah. And when I see uh, nonprofits or entities that are are looking for donations, sometimes just based on the way I am, I want to give to as many things as I can because Mm -hmm. it seems right and it seems good. Like, yeah, you're you're making the world better. I want to help that if I can. Yeah. And and sometimes I might be tempted to like overextend or to um, <laughs> spread myself too thin, and yeah. like I can give five dollars to twenty five charities yep. <laughs> instead of you know making a significant impact at a few charities. Yeah. So that's also part of the heart behind this episode is how can we choose wisely so that the money we can give, no matter how much it is, uh, is making the biggest impact. Um, and we've talked about before how how people on this journey, this wealth building journey can organize their finances in a way that like you have a giving account mm-hmm. <laughs> that if there's not money there, then it's easy to say, well, I, I can't do that right now, but uh, you know, I can keep praying with you or keep me on your list. Mm-hmm. Ask again soon. Um, or if there is money there, it's very easy to say yes. And, and so we're going to help people understand how to make the decision so that for me, <laughs> so I'm not like, 
I want to give to everything I can. Yeah. Um, because then, you know, my $1 at 10 places isn't helping as much yeah. as, uh, you know, giving a significant amount. Um, because yeah, I'm not in the giving away $50,000 stage. Yeah. Well, ju- um, just giving anything is great, right? But yeah. if we do it with some intention and some wisdom, yeah, we can be a good steward of that giving. Exactly. Be the best steward we possibly can be, and it can make the biggest impact. And that's really what the that conversation was was like with these two men. Um, and you know, before we jump into our typical you know break of sharing our one minute money tip, um, I'll, I'll give just a piece of advice, something that I do because you you had mentioned it. Mm-hmm. But here at Stewardship. Um, what we do for each one of our companies, we have a donation, you know, account, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And every month, whenever we have our income, we put a portion of that income into these donation accounts. And when people come to us and ask for funds, again, I see that as a huge honor. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm already tied to these folks and know about them and have seen them and experienced them and I believe in what they're doing and we do want to donate to them, we look in the account. If there's funds there, we do what we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if these requests come in and there's nothing in the account, then we say no. And I invite people along in that journey. So like something that recently happened, uh, it might've been this week or it might've been the end of last week. I can't remember, but I got a request from somebody and I had to say no because there wasn't any money in that account mm. uh, because we had recently just sponsored a whole bunch of like golf tournaments uh, uh-huh. and the, that just drained the funds that were in that account. So we have to wait until funds continue to build over, over the period of a couple of months. So um, it wasn't the conversation that I wanted to have, but it made that conversation a whole lot easier to have. Yeah. And just allocating funds ahead of time, c- preparing for the conversations that I know will come mm-hmm. um, has helped me be a better steward uh, yeah. of generosity in that way. Yeah. And then it's not an emotional or personal decision. No, no. Yeah. And the cool part was when I shared this with somebody, uh, he too is a business owner. Mm-hmm. So it was an opportunity for him to experience like, oh, that's a good way to do it. Maybe I could do the same type thing. Yeah, so I'm excited to get into those those steps, those ways we can learn to be better stewards of our generosity. But before we do that, we at Stewardship uh, do investments, home loans, and insurance, and yeah, real estate. Now real estate, yep. With wisdom and love. So let's get into this week's money tip to share some of that wisdom. Hey, what do you guys all do at Stewardship? Well, our tagline is this. We do home loans, insurance, and investments with wisdom and love. Home loans, we help you get a loan so that you can buy a house. We also help people refinance their existing home loans to a better rate, or they can get cash out to pay off debt, put in a pool, and more. Insurance, we do auto, home, motorcycle, boat, disability, health, life, long-term care, Medicare, and so much more. Investments, we manage your investments and help you with a financial plan so that you can continue building the wealth you've worked so hard for and we make sure it's protected as well. We are starting another thing, Stewardship Realty. That's right, we are going to have a Stewardship real estate agents in-house so that if you need to sell your home, we have somebody who can help with that. And if you want to buy another home, we can help with that as well. And just like we've done with everything else, we're innovating and changing the way that real estate is done here in Arizona. All right, Grant. So I want to, uh, I want to do some, some pretend with you. Great. Let's do some community theater. I like it. I'm going to pretend to be a nonprofit okay. uh, who is familiar with stewardship. Mm-hmm. I'm not a client. I haven't really worked with you guys, but I see social media. I see stewardship's activity in mm-hmm. the community. 
Um, you see I'm Christian. Mm-hmm. You see I'm a business owner. Yep. yep. Put those things together. I see that you you as a company have served at the food bank a few mm-hmm. times yep. and in some other areas in social media posts. And so uh, I need I need some funds for my nonprofit. So mm-hmm. Grant, I see you out there and I love what you're doing in the community. Mm-hmm. And I just want you to know that I have started a nonprofit and we are trying to do a lot of the same stuff in the community, mm-hmm. support people in need. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if you would like to partner with me in that and maybe donate some funds to the nonprofit. Yeah. So the first thing I'm doing in my head is I'm intentionally being grateful. I believe God has commanded us to be grateful. Gratitude is not something that we absorb. So I'm going to take an intentional action inside my head and pray and thank God for this opportunity. And that helps me become a grateful person. So that's the first thing that I'm doing and thinking through. The second thing that I'm doing is I want to hear about this nonprofit. Like, what are they doing? What is their purpose? What, what, what is their cause? Is this something that I'm passionate about or that I also care about? Or is this something that I don't really know about or is really not that important to me? Okay, so, let, all right, I'm just going to say it. I grew up on a farm. Mm-hmm. I uh, took care of animals a lot. They were around me all the time. So as a result, I have not a ton of amazing passion for animals now. Um, like if I go to somebody's house and there's a dog, I love to play with the dog and see the dog and it's fun mm-hmm. for me. But I don't want to like have dogs at my house. Like I don't want to care for them. Right. Um, so like if this nonprofit is about, you know, saving stray cats from <laughs> central Phoenix and finding homes for them. Um, although that is cool, it's not necessarily something that I'm super passionate about right. as it pertains to animals. Um, doesn't mean I won't give to it, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to, to hear that. Like, mm-hmm. what's their purpose? Is, is what they're communicating, is that something that's going to resonate with me? Um, what's their purpose? Is, is, is the, the problem in society that they're trying to fix, do I also believe that's a problem? And mm-hmm. do I uh, like the way that they're trying trying to fix it. So in this conversation, that's what I'm doing. One, taking an, an intentional action step of gratitude. Yeah. And two, um, I'm trying to discover, you know, is this something they're passionate about? Do I believe in it? Will supporting this cause help enact the change that, that I want to see in, in the world? And, you know, or, or is this donation going to continue to make the changes in the world that, that I want to see, right? Yeah. Those are things that I think you need to do first and consider. Do you connect with this? Yeah, yeah, that's great. And uh, I've been in conversations with you, or I've, I've heard conversations with you where not only are you going to pray and thank God for that opportunity, but I've also heard you thank people verbally in the conversation. You know, thank you so much for thinking of us when when you considered, you know, generous people. Yeah. I think that disarms this conversation. There is going to be some tension. It's mm-hmm. awkward to ask for money sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then for especially if they've asked for money before and the person they asked, it's awkward feeling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it stinks to get rejected. It's hard to, to hear a no. Mm-hmm. Um, and they likely do hear no often. Mm-hmm. So there's just this tension there, and, and I think one of the good ways to disarm that is like, to continue with actions of gratitude and you know go beyond the prayer, um, but also tell them thanks. Yeah, yeah, that's a big deal. Um, 
So I didn't actually come up with one, so we're going to end the role play there because <laughs> I don't have an idea for a nonprofit at the moment. Okay. Um, but uh, the next the next thing you want to do in giving, uh, this is more connected with what you were talking about with the guys in the coffee shop, right? Yeah. So let's get into that second step, the second thing to consider mm-hmm. when stewarding generosity. Yes. Uh, you want to make sure that um, you're being – wise with your personal finances. Mm-hmm. And there's two ends of the spectrum to this that I've seen and experienced. There's some folks that overcommit. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of times where this happens is, you know, they expect a particular windfall, a certain amount of money that's going to come their way from something, um, or like a bonus or an extra income or something that they think is going to be coming. Um, and as a result, they have in their generous heart the desire and want and need to, to give. And what will happen is they might overcommit or commit a certain amount of funds before the funds get there. And then the (laughs) funds don't come or they are delivered in a way that's a little different than they initially thought. Mm. And now that commitment they made to that nonprofit or multiple philanthropic endeavors, it's tougher to do. And it's really hard to go back to those folks and say, hey, remember that thing I promised? I can't do the thing. Um, so I would say there's that end of the spectrum of people that, that are overcommitting. And sometimes people overcommit just because they're extremely generous, right? Mm-hmm. The problem with overcommitting is if you do that, um, it will hurt you in your finances and it hurts your ability to be generous with your finances for the long haul. You might be able to find a way to scrap and scrounge and make it happen in that immediate commitment Mm -hmm. or in that immediate moment of generosity. But if we want to make the biggest impact with our finances, if we want to be really great stewards of generosity, we want to make sure that it's sustainable. And sustainable generosity that lasts a long time doesn't overcommit in a particular moment or a particular time in their life, right? Mm -hmm. But the opposite is also something that I see. I see people that uh, aren't generous at all mm. and they do have wealth or or they do have margin, but they're not thinking about ways that they, they could be generous with it or they're very tight with with how they're generous. And to be honest with you, folks who do that, they are potentially missing some tax benefits mm. that, that they could get from this. Um, for some people, especially people that have a, a significant amount of wealth, like we have a client that we just did this this week with, um, they uh, have investments and the stock market this year has had ups and downs, right? A lot of downs. A lot of downs this year. And if you sell some of those investments, those stocks, those funds that are down, you get to realize that loss on this year's tax return. And this mm-hmm. client needs that loss for their income tax situation. Right. But what they'll do is they'll sell that loss or sell those funds, uh, but through a way of donating them to a philanthropic endeavor or entity. Hmm. And this entity then can take those funds and they don't see no loss. They just see the funds that are there, right? Right. And then they can sell them right away and now they have cash for whatever they want to do. So it's a, it's yeah. a way of donating um, and taking advantage of maybe certain stocks or funds that are down. And this can be done in any market. It doesn't mean it has to be done in a down market because your financial advisor can potentially find 
stocks or funds that that haven't right. performed as well, and you can you can do that. It's, it's just yeah. an intelligent way of pairing, you know, your financial management with your don- donation. Yeah, and typically, to realize a loss, you sell the stocks mm-hmm. or you sell the funds. Mm-hmm. But in this case, you're not selling them; you're donating them. Correct. Yep. So it's the same tax for tax purposes. It's still seeing a loss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes a ton of sense. Yeah, and yeah. so you can uh, give more. Or you can have a bigger tax benefit in your giving than do it by giving that way versus just writing a check sometimes. Right. Yeah. So it's not for everybody, but this is one of countless examples where you could be wise with your giving if you're open to giving and actually think about giving and want to give rather than being um, someone who hoards their funds and is not willing to or wanting to pursue generosity. Yeah. And I love that because in a down market – it's easy for a lot of people to start to get stingy and self-protective. Mm-hmm. But if we can change our mindset and say, just like you say, in a lot of situations, what does this perceived problem, mm-hmm. what opportunity does it create? Yeah, what does this make what possible? What does this make possible? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that can change our own emotional state within uh, a financially uncertain time that we might be feeling. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, and and the cool part about, you know, our clients who have Jake and Brian as their investment advisors, like a conversation with them about their wealth and saying, hey, look, I want to give money to this certain place. Is there anything that we can do strategically? Mm-hmm. They have, we have all the resources available to be able to answer that question with wisdom and love, right? Yeah. To one, say, yes, you can give. and or We're not the type of people who are going to say yes or no. Like, it's your money. You can do what you want. right? Yeah. But, but we are going to give advice to say, yes, if you gave, this is what this much, this is what it would do to your overall picture. Mm-hmm. Um, it would put you in this you know, bracket or it put you in this situation, which is inside or maybe it's outside the recommended limits that we have, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you can then take that information to then say, yeah, I do want to move forward or no, I don't. Um, and also we have a lot of different ideas and experience in how to give and why to give because we're, we're all, I mean, we're guys who went to Bible college, you know. We're we're mm-hmm. we're people who are approached by philanthropic in, uh, endeavors all the time. So yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, step one is making sure that you believe in it. Mm-hmm. You know, being gratitude grateful, making sure you believe in it, trying to figure out what they're trying to do. But step two is uh, being a good steward of the finances. Don't overcommit, but don't be stingy either. Yeah. Um, have a heart of generosity, uh, but make sure that what you're doing with your giving, with that heart, is going to be. Uh, last long yeah because you can make a bigger impact that way yeah so if you have someone managing your finances talk to them before you decide to give a large amount oh for sure to help make sure for sure it it's the best way yeah yeah and for us those are super fun conversations to have with our clients oh yeah so it's not like uh, you know making more work for them it's like no this is fun like we get to celebrate with them we get to see the we get introduced to new uh places that that are doing great things in the world too so it's cool yeah and we we have an older podcast back in the archives where we spoke to the Yarboroughs who oh, yeah. uh, run a Chick-fil-A. They own a Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. And something Shauna said st- just sticks in my memory that uh, as you grow in wealth and you have a generous heart, you get to give just like you always have, but with more zeros on the end of it. Yeah. And that's just like, that's why those conversations are so fun because mm-hmm. the impact you get to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... You can link to that episode probably, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so the last... Uh, the last piece here that we need to consider when trying to figure out how to steward our generosity well is who we're giving to, mm-hmm. right? 
And so are they going to be a good steward? Right. Yeah. So what what's the process for determining if this entity will be a good steward? All right. There's this two step process. One is extremely simple that you can do right now from your phone. The other one takes a little bit of commitment, <laughs> a little bit of energy and effort from you, but um, I have a cool story to share about how it's made an impact on me and my family. Cool. Step one, there's a resource called Charity Navigator. I think it's called, it's charitynavigator.org, I believe Indeed. is the webpage. All right. Yeah. So charitynavigator.org, uh, you can look up a lot of nonprofits there and they score nonprofits and sometimes even provide financial reports of nonprofits so you can see how they're using their funds. Um, so you can get into the weeds and the details if you are that type of person, or you can just get simplified summaries mm-hmm. uh, from Charity Navigator and based on their scoring system. And that can give you an idea of the type of steward that nonprofit is. So awesome. how will they do with the funds that you give them? Charity Navigator can give you some insight to that. Yeah. However, I think that the next step that I'm going to give you is, is more impactful than that. So uh, for background, people that know me uh, know that my brother-in-law is handicapped. And mm-hmm. uh, me and my family, we ne- live next door to them. And we get to do life with them. It's just a, an amazing blessing uh, and a ton of fun for us. So I'm very, very, very familiar with people who are disabled because one of my best friends is disabled, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I have a heart for people who are disabled. My, my mom taught special ed. My wife taught special ed but, uh, before we got married. Like, this is just a thing that's in, in our lives. Mm-hmm. But even with all of that, it wasn't enough for me to figure out if a particular entity that helps disabled folks was worthy of, of the funds that I was giving. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's an organization called Johnny and Friends. And uh, specifically, there's one here in Arizona, their Arizona branch, Johnny and Friends, Arizona. Um, I have even met Johnny Erickson Tata. I have heard her speak at the Johnny and Friends events. I've gone to their annual dinners uh, for for giving money. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I understood the things that they're doing and I had a heart for disabled people and it it was fine. Um, But something changed this past summer. Uh, My family... So me and my wife and my three kids, we decided to serve at a Johnny and Friends camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why we did it was because my wife and I, when, when we got married, one of the things that we wanted to do is go on a quote unquote mission trip with our with our family every summer. Cool. Um, and in the past, the mission trips for us have been like serving at youth group camp. And mm-hmm. we've, we have gone abroad and gone to Mexico and done some different things. But this summer, it was going to be that was going to be our quote unquote mission trip. So I was just checking that box, to be honest. That's how we were going. Mm. (laughs) Um, And what we discovered while we were there is like, oh, this is what Johnny and friends does with the money. Wow. Yeah. We got to see and feel and experience the impact that's being made with the time, energy, effort, and resources that people are donating to this nonprofit. Wow. And it was beautiful. I mean, here's the, the truth with, with some disabled folks is like when you're at a camp and you're, you're filled with people who have, you know, just physical disabilities, you know, um, and they're totally all there mentally. I mean, some people have mental disabilities. Some people have combination of both, like, mm-hmm. and they're from adults to young children. 
it is a crazy camp, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, you see and experience some of the most awkward of awkwards <laughs> that make you laugh like crazy. And then the next moment you will be brought to tears, you know? Mm. Uh, and when my family experienced that, it was something special, right? It not only connected us even more to what's going on. And again, I'm a guy who who's already connected to folks who are disabled. One of my best friends, it, we, we are with him almost every day, right? Yeah. But now I got to physically look, see, and touch the impact that's being made with the funds that are given. That right there, to me, is the best way to determine if somebody is going to be worthy of the funds that you're giving to. Are they going to be a good steward of this donation? Yeah. Go serve with them. Yeah. And and you'll find out for yourself. You might find out the opposite. That, oh, man, this is kind of weak. I don't really know what's going on here. Uh, this isn't what I thought it was going to be, right? Yeah. Or you might have what I experienced, and that is like, getting your socks blown off like holy cow um so that, that's step three you know step one we're gonna go ahead and, and make sure we're, we're grateful do we believe in it um step two we're gonna make sure that we're we are not being overly generous we're also mm-hmm. want to make sure where we're still thinking about generosity being wise with the giving yeah uh, but step three are they giving check charity navigator but go serve there yeah. and serve there with your family um, and, and check it out for yourself. Yeah. And we, uh, my daughter, Olive, and I have served at Midwest Food Bank as part of some of Stewardship's serve days. Mm-hmm. And we get to see the the energy and effort that goes into packing those, those bags of food and yeah. helping the food bank. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, Heather and I have given money to the food bank because yeah. it's like we see the impact. Yeah. We experience it. And it's also a ton of fun. Yeah. It's probably given you guys, your family, a certain level of confidence in giving to a place like that. Yeah. Because you've seen it, felt it, and experienced it. Again, it it takes a little bit of extra energy and effort to do that, but it's worth it, right? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully this has inspired you to steward your generosity well. Mm -hmm. Think about it. Be grateful, but also, you know, pay attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's pretty easy to be wise with this. Yeah. Um, and if you want to know more about how to donate stocks or uh, want to get plugged in with some organizations that we, we are connected with, reach out to us on yeah. social media. Yeah. Happy to. Yeah. We love talking about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and lastly, share this episode with somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, this is a topic that can be uh, tough to, to think through. It can mm-hmm. be, kind of awkward um and again my biggest hope for you as a listener is even if you forget those three steps and you don't do any of them at the very least let's change our hearts Mm -hmm. let's go from being annoyed and being frustrated to requests for donations to being grateful use it as an opportunity to to act on that command that the lord has given us to be grateful people and have a more grateful heart Mm -hmm. um because it is a blessing It really is something that we can be uh, thankful and grateful for. 